The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. It's the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Level 2. The Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Marenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. George Kurtz will step up and in and join us. We got Rick Saratella still, so we're talking baseball. We'll talk some hockey. I did want to get into that Robin uh, Leonard stuff a little bit. Pretty crazy weekend. There's been a lot of stuff, but there's so many games and series to talk about. I've sort of laid off the sports takes uh, a little bit over the last couple of nights. But there's been a couple of things, actually, uh, that I wanted to get to that are worthy of getting to. There's a lot of stuff going on like the, you know, we could spend hours talking about. But like I said, there's so many games and series and all that type of stuff. But uh, congratulations to Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace becomes the first black driver to win in NASCAR since 1963. Winning in Alabama, too, is ultra cool. And a lot of people don't realize, but the team owner is Michael Jordan. So congratulations to the great Michael Jordan. He wins again. He wins his first ever NASCAR race, um, like real race. You know, he's you know he's, he owns like motorcycle teams too. Jordan likes racing a lot, right? He's from North Carolina, so he grew up around this stuff. Um, so Jordan actually owns the team that Bubba Wallace drives for. You know, they got McDonald's, their sponsors, big time, and they won. So it's Jordan's first win. It's Bubba Wallace's first win. So good stuff right there. And I want you know I want to throw it out there as far as like so I saw over the weekend though in Alabama, there's a new chant going on like in in the South and stuff, uh, like college football games in NASCAR. F Joe Biden. F Joe Biden. F Joe Biden. And I guarantee you, these are the same jackasses that panic every time a black guy talks about anything in the real world. That say stick to sports, man. Can you imagine, like, if you went to like a, a Nick game and everyone just chanted F Donald Trump ball game? Fox News and these people would have a heart attack. It's all funny though, right? Like, it's like people are just such hypocrites. It's like, it's funny. Like, how many of these people hated Kaepernick? Right? Let's keep politics out of sports, but I totally get it. When I'm watching a NASCAR race, I don't want to hear about Joe Biden or Donald Trump. I'm watching a race. Right? I'm watching an NASCAR race. I don't care who you voted for. Some jackass in the stands. I don't care. I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care like if you're shot or not. And I don't care if you get shot with a bullet or 
of vaccination. <laughs> like, I don't care about you. One way or the other, I don't care. Right? So that's the whole thing. But it's just funny. It's funny, like, these people are in, like, nut jobs. They want to keep, they want to, like, uh, keep politics out of sports, and then they chant about a president at a sporting event. <laughs> it's like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it's funny, because I never heard an NBA fans chant about politics. thought the NBA was all woke, right? It's like, uh, it's like Ice-T said once, freedom of speech, just watch what you say. That's how wars start. Everybody believes in freedom of speech until they don't like what the other person's saying. The late night anger management class. It's lovable too. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else. In between, we're kicking it. On the uh, the Monday Night Meltdown, Rick Saratella is going to step up, and then we got George Kurtz joining us in a couple of moments. By now, you're aware, and I was thinking about that too because they had Chris Berman's uh, fastest three minutes in sports, right? Uh, tonight, and I was thinking, like, wow, it really is not the same as it used to be, right? Remember, like they used to have Sunday Night Football, and Berman would come on, and it actually was cool. You know, I don't know, it, it's cool knowing everything all the time. Right now, it is and it isn't. You know, we live in, like, the biggest jackass society. Like, look, I was born in 1970. So, like, I lived through the 70s. You know, I was a teenager in the 80s. So I I know these generations. I know the 70s. I know the 80s. I know the 90s. I know now. And people are stupider than ever. Why do you think we don't really take phone calls? Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, most people are too stupid to operate a phone. Um... Like, trolls in chat rooms, like, you guys, like, I remember I I used to be on the radio, and I'd be entertained, man. We'd have, like, funny, like, crank calls, and, like, they'd actually make me laugh and stuff. Like, I'd be like, God, like, it's like, yeah, they got me, but, man, that was funny. Like, you know what I mean? I'd be be like, man, these guys, I remember telling someone, I said, man, these guys are creative little son of a bitches, these guys. I was getting mad about it, like, in the old days, about, like, radio feuds and all this stuff, and I was like, these kids are creative, man. I'm going to fight back somehow, and I had to, like, you know, use my brain to, like, beat these kids down. And nowadays, it's like, it's like, man, I don't know if you guys are all, like, joining us from, like, a mental institution or something like that, like, on a nightly basis. I mean, you should see some of the people in our chat room. Like, let's put it this way. The wrong people have gotten COVID and died in this world. Um, it's all, you know, and these, these people vote. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> these people vote. Like, I don't, I don't know how, like, some of you guys actually get your computers. I wonder about that. Did mommy buy them for you? Did the government, was it, like, some government program for, like, the mentally insane to get, give you guys computers? How do you guys have the Internet? Like, how do you function and pay your bills? None of you have jobs. You don't do anything besides, like, obsess about big men on campus all day and stuff. See, so you guys, you're discussing his finances. Like, yeah, you know his finances, right? <laughs> Dumber than ever. I stand by. Prove me wrong. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, you tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Hey, now, now speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. I actually forget why I was talking about, like, uh, why I was on a rampage and raging on the way out in the last segment. Now I remember why I got triggered by seeing the San Jose Sharks lost in a shootout. Of course they do. Like we talked about it last week. I always lose shootouts. Like, always, always, always. There's another one. We did win. A, I think we won a game or two in overtime tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw the Ducks. Screw the Oregon Ducks and the Anaheim Ducks. Sorry, Matthias. Do we have Kurtz? <laughs> Is Kurtz here? Wow. Harsh. What's up, Kurtz? <laughs> uh, what's well, up, I'm, I'm with you. What, what the hell do the Ducks in Oregon know? Those guys in California and Oregon. I'm with you. East Coast bias, Kurtz. They suck. They don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's the calm form of storm, all right? I, I've got like 20 hours for I have to worry about the Yankees and be unhappy tomorrow night when they're not hitting again. So uh, I'm, I'm in a good mood. You know, Yanks are in. Cowboys are playing well. Things are, you know, I'm not being teased yet. You know, so the Yankees are going to drive me crazy tomorrow. The Cowboys will somehow manage to lose to the Giants on Sunday, and things will go back to normal. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. My boy Danny Dimes played great over the weekend. Um, you want to talk about tease. Like, how about those poor bastards, the Blue Jay fans, George, over the weekend? How about that yesterday? 5-1. It was 5-1. You guys were scoreless all game. If you can't, get uh, Kurtz's level up or get closer to the mic a little, Kurtz. I got my volume on 10, and maybe I'm deaf, but just get Kurtz louder here. But, uh, yeah, Kurtz, it was 5-1. You guys were scoreless. Were you stressed out when it was scoreless all game on Sunday? You had to be. I mean, the Yankees weren't hitting. Gabe, I felt like the Rays were just toying with the Yankees all weekend. Yeah, they had nothing to play for. They were taking out their uh, their top stars at the three innings and going with every reliever they could find. All right, yesterday was almost like a joke. Every guy's going one inning, and then finally it's like Cash goes, we can't go to extra innings here. Fine, we'll throw in the soft tossing left-hander so you can win and we can get the hell out of here. It's almost like he just wanted to leave. Go ahead, you guys can win. We can go home. We don't want extra innings. This is a joke. I think the Rays are just laughing at the Red Sox, laughing at the Yankees, knowing we're going to be the one he is. We don't care who you play on Thursday. It doesn't matter here. As for the Jays, though, you know, 
I understand AJ's fans being upset the way it ended, you know, because Boston came back on Saturday, too. They could have lost that game as well. <laughs> but the Jays' future is bright. Yeah, we know they can too. hit. Right? They, they know they can hit. You might lose Robbie Ray. He's going to get a. I know the Jays can afford it if they want to, but he might get uh, you know a massive contract someplace else. Someone's going to want the left hand who strikes people out, who's pitching in the American League East. All right, he's going to get a big contract. Still, you know, there'll be other guys you can go out there and grab there. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be with the the Yankees, Rays, Red Sox. This is going to be with division from once. I think they'll keep Simeon. I think they'll keep Simeon. They'll keep one. I think they'll keep one. Yeah. Um, I said it the other day. Maybe it was a little ambitious about them if they weren't playing, if they didn't, if they didn't play in Buffalo and Florida, they would have won a division. But they, they were well. I don't know about division, but playoffs. They were twenty-five and eleven at the Rogers Center, and they were five hundred uh, on the neutral fields. Kind of like twenty-five and eleven is pretty dominant. Six ninety-four winning percentage, nearly seventy percent of their games. Just quickly, I know it's not about the Jays, but I just see this: the Toronto Star. The Toronto Star uh, tweeted out, sports section just tweeted out a couple of hours ago, George, said uh, Blue Jay fans should probably not look at these numbers. Like, if you think about it, George, how does a team that, what, they got like five guys that hit 30 home runs or whatever, <laughs> like, got a bunch of 100 home run guys, 100 RBI guys, you need maybe the Cy Young Award winner. Like, just quickly about this, 91, the Jays were one of four teams in the American League East to win 91 or more games the first time in baseball in the sixth division wildcard era that that happened since 1994. The Blue Jays were 25 and 11 at the Rogers Center, marking the best winning percentage at home in a season. Uh, 262 Blue Jay home runs in 2021. Five more than the previous franchise record set in 2010. Also a Major League Baseball high. Nine grand slams by the Blue Jays this year, which tied a franchise record set in 2000. 1,218. Toronto Blue Jays struck out less than any other team in Major League Baseball this year. 73 home runs by Simeon and Bichette this season. The most by middle infield pairing in Major League Baseball history. Four. Alex Manoa became the first rookie in American League uh, history to log uh, double-digit strikeouts and four starts since the Yankees. Shiro Tanaka in 2014. Um, like... How do you miss, like, George? It's kind of weird. <laughs> sounds like they had a hell of a year with all of this. I, man, one game, one game. One game. I mean, and you can go over all the, you know, if you go look all through the season, oh, that's a game. How did we lose that game? Yeah, you know, we've all played that in the past. I think out of all the stats, I think you mentioned it when you went off there. It's the one that I, I sort of laughed at, or I really felt bad for the Jays at. You look at all the fourth-place teams in baseball, ah, you got 69 wins, 68 wins, 72. It's always that until you get to the Jays, 90. I'm like, oh, that, that's just awful. It's an awful feeling. I mean, it has to be an awful feeling. But I said, if I'm a Jays, you're in the wrong division, but you're, you're a team that can spend money. You're not going to spend like the Yankees and the Red Sox. So the Jays can spend money. This is not a small market team. They'll be there. Like yeah. I, said, I think it's going to be every year, though, for a while, though, one of these four teams, you know, it's going to be the odd man out. Maybe next year it's the Yankees, the Red Sox, whoever it might be. But That's they can't point. all make it, and it's going to be a problem for a while. I think they'll redo the format after the CBA, right? Next year's the last year gonna add extra teams, contract. Right? They're going to add extra? Yeah, yeah. and buys. I think they'll have a couple of teams getting a buy. I said, we had Matt Snyder on from CBS earlier. Crush your Pepsi there, Kurtz. Uh, I actually got a Pepsi here myself. Uh, <laughs> Cheers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were talking with Matt Snyder, talking about that, like um, like two, 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 uh, two, uh, two teams would get a buy type thing, more like football used to be. I don't know, like more traditional sport. They're always tweaking with stuff. There's only one more year next year before the CBA blows up, and who knows what's going to happen. But I agree. The CBA's done now. Oh, that's the problem. This is it. Is yeah, it? Well, no, is it? 
No, this yeah, is isn't the last year, is it? This is the last year. CBA's you're done right, now. Right, right at the World time, Series. Yeah, you're right. Time flew by after the pandemic. You're right. Dear God. Oh, so there won't even be baseball next year. What the hell am I not even talking 162. about? <laughs> not 162. Not 162. No, you're right. Day. You know the owners don't even want to play 162. We saw that last nope. time. They're, 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 they're nope. less the better. They like their playoffs. Let's play 52 games in the playoffs. They might do it again. They they, they might pull that kind of crap. They're, uh, they're doing. They're the, being uh, sued. Remember, George? Remember when it, the it's happening right admitted? now? Yeah, he it's said, yeah, we right never now. had an intention. We were never going to play uh, 110 games. Because remember, guys, uh, two years ago, it's hard to forget all this, and now it's all coming back to me. Be right. Remember the union said, we want to play ball. We'll play ball. Let's play 114 games. Like, let's go. And the owners delayed it and and kept blaming the players in the media. And then Manford, being the genius that he is, said, oh, we never had any intention of ever playing more than 81 games. Exhibit <laughs> and, A. Uh, exactly. Right away, the union was like, all right, thank you very much. We'll see you in court. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to reimburse us for the millions of dollars you just spent on lawyers. Dude, and they have a rightful case. He admitted it. You nego- That's the classic negotiating in bad faith, Kurtz. Yeah, that's not a joke by me being sarcastic. That's Exhibit A. I'm playing that over and over again. Every chance I get, yeah. I'm playing that. Oh, no, we never had any chance. Oh, no, we never had any uh, uh, any attention to doing. Oh, no, never. You know, over and over. I want, to, I want the judge to hear that. Uh, I think the owner's going to get screwed in this when it ever gets done. Now, I also don't wonder if this never comes to a conclusion and if it's part of the new CBA. The uh, you yeah, know, yeah, players yeah, get yeah, something yeah, for this yeah, to yeah, go exactly. away. Whatever it might. It won't be with DH, but it may have to be something bigger than that. But they'll get something to make it go away. But, uh, yeah, the, my guess is, Gabe, I don't think the season starts next year until May at the earliest because I think this will drag out a while. And if I had to uh, bet on a number of games, I may would mean, what, 25 games are gone, so that's 137. I would probably go under that. So the runner's on second base. Yeah, not in the playoffs now. But for the record... The players like that, right? The players like the runner on second base thing because it gets them out of there faster. Right. Right? It's just a job to them. Like, they don't want to, like, they when like you it. You like it so. if Cardano said, hey, you only need to do a two-hour show tonight, but we'll pay you for three. Yeah, you say, no, I'm going to fight the union against it. You're right, right? I'd be like, all right, well, they want to pay me. <laughs> and, and managers don't mind it because it it saves their arms for their whatever, right? It's like, I don't no know, we're going to win or, for it. Yeah, we're going to win the, or lose. The media loves it, too, because yeah. the media gets to get the yeah. hell out of there. Exactly. So the whole thing is, now Manfred's talking about taking it away due to tradition. Like, he cares about tradition. You call the World Series trophy a piece of tin. <laughs> no, he's only doing that because the players like it. Like you said, they're already playing games, right? Let's screw around with this because the players like this. So let's say we're going to take it away. More Kurtz on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listen, I need some cash. What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You're gambling again, aren't you? Oh, you weak, weak man. What? Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am RNC. Let's do it. George Kurtz kicking it with us. All right, we got wax poetic about the Toronto Blue Jays. I just want to bring it up and bring up the pain uh, and uh, throw some of these numbers. But let's get into it, uh, Kurtz, here. Big game. Uh, how do you feel about the game? Like, are you really excited? You're kind of down, right? You don't really think the Yankees can win the World Series anyways. Like, what's your feeling about this game the night of your excitement level as a fan? Well, you're, you're right. I don't think the Yankees can win. Like I said, I think Toronto, they'll play Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay will go through them. But, I'm, you know, I'm still feeling. I want the Yankees. To, I hate Boston, right? I think I hate Boston more than Tampa. So I still want to, I still want to win. Do you the really Yankees hate win. the Red Sox for real? Like, you hate them, hate no, them? No, it's hard to hate them. Hate them because we, we bet on these teams, right? We uh, yeah, Fantasy-wise, yeah, 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 I might yeah, have yeah. Red Sox on fantasy teams. <laughs> so it's hard to hate them, hate them. Uh, playing in a, uh, a playoff league where I have a lot of Red Sox, including Eovaldi tomorrow night. So it is what it is. But I want the Yankees to win. You know, it's just uh, it's the fandom in me. I do feel a little bit nervous, uh, nervousness now, and it's what we have 19 hours before the game starts. I got a hockey draft during this game too. Uh, unfortunately, it was bad time. Fantasy hockey, really? Yeah, fantasy hockey. You guys need a player? Night. Not for me, but I know somebody was looking for a hockey draft. Nah, the league is done. It's got yeah, 12 teams right. already. Uh, uh, so that that is what it is as far as that. But. I mean, I feel good. Everything sort of points towards the Yankees. They just finished that three-game sweep in Fenway. So they're not worried about Fenway Park. That doesn't bother them. They have their ace on the mound and Garrett Cole. They're going up against Eovaldi. Everything points to the Yankees except this. Eovaldi has faced the Yankees six times this year. Six times, by the way. So every series, Eovaldi pitched in. They only played each other uh, six series. Outside of the last series, and, the, and that one where the Yankees swept, he got bombed. 2.2 innings pitched, uh, seven runs, seven hits, no strikeouts. But the other five, he always went at least five innings, only gave up max of two runs, always struck out at least six. So what's the truth here? Is he just getting tired at the end of the year? Was it because the Yankees added Gallo and Rizzo? Is that why they hit him last time? So that's the worry there. Cole has been up and down against the Red Sox. You know, he's only made four starts against them. His last start, uh, once again, was against the Evaldi. Kind of funny there. Uh, pitched okay, six-inning pitch. A quali- what's considered a quality start nowadays. Six-inning pitch, three runs, five hits, six strikeouts. He has gotten bombed once by them, and he had one dominant game versus them. Uh, my only worry is this. Cole, since that hamstring uh, injury in Toronto, hasn't been the same guy. His ERA is almost approaching seven. You look at his starts, uh, he had one really good start against Baltimore, got wrecked against Cleveland, uh, pretty much wrecked against Toronto, and then one other okay start. That was the Toronto one. So in four starts, he's been blah. You know, so you wonder which Cole is going to show up tomorrow. He does get the extra day's rest, so that's a good thing there. The Yankees' bullpen is rocking. That should be good. But uh, my biggest uh, worry outside of Cole would be, are they going to hit? I don't know. I honestly don't know if they're going to hit tomorrow. George Kurtz uh, kicking it with us. As uh, looking at the numbers as you brought up, so Nathan Eovaldi, in his first five starts this year against the Yankees, 2.01 run average. He got lit up in the sweep at Fenway. 
But this is a key here. If you're Cora, just don't pitch to them. Like, you know what I mean? You pick your spot. Like, I'm curious to see how they're going to approach this. And I'm talking about, um, look, Judge Judge and uh, Stanton. You know, Stanton's been on fire. But Judge and Rizzo are two guys that have had success. But the rest of the lineup can't really hurt him, I don't think, George. So I'm curious to see what the Red Sox are going to do. Uh, yeah, are they going to intentionally walk, guys? I don't know. But what would you do? You know what I mean? Of course, you can't just pitch to these guys like last time. I'm a big believer in don't let the big guy beat me. Uh, and I, in other words, that's Judge. Right? I know Stanton hit all the home runs, but that was against the bullpen. I am not letting Judge yeah. beat me early on. I'm just uh, listen. If Gallo does it, if Gallo wakes up, fine. What's he batting? 120 as a Yankee. Like I said if he's the guy who beats me, what am I going to do? You know, he had all the numbers that pitched him. He's been hitting like crap with the Yankees, not doing anything. But yeah, judge, judge is the me, guy. You're right. Stanton. You take your chances with Stanton. You can strike him out. <laughs> you hope for the best. Anybody would judge. Yeah. Anybody would judge. Rizzo's day. Rizzo's five for nine with three doubles against Eovaldi. But Eovaldi's kind of getting underestimated here a little bit, isn't he? And as far as you mentioned it with Cole, let's be real, man. Uh, for the record, you want to talk about a guy that comes in hot. And Aaron Judge, he doesn't get the attention, but Rafael Devers is killing the ball right now, George. This guy's carrying this baseball team right now. Yes, he's the, and he's the guy in the Red Sox you don't want to beat you. I don't know if J.D. Martinez is going to play tomorrow. I know. He turned his ankle on the base. He, uh, of course, being very coy about that. I don't think he would have told you either way, by the way. If he was healthy, he wasn't going to say it. If he's not healthy, I'll give the Yankees something to think about if he doesn't uh, uh, play. Or if he does play, how hobbled he may or may not be. But Devers is the guy. All right, Devers is or can you get him guy. in that bat, Kirk Gibson style? Can he swing a bat? You know what I mean? I, well, listen, if they need him late, if he doesn't play it, then you know that ankle is terrible, right? Because yeah. you're right. I mean, once again, if he, they need a right-handed bat late, let's say against Peralta or, or uh, Jolie Rodriguez, and he's not the guy coming up, well, then you know the ankle's terrible. We don't know, or can you give us a couple innings? All right, listen, we don't want you can't stand around for four hours. We get it, but what can you give us? You know what I mean? Can you DH? Or, yeah. That's can, okay. you, can you DH? Yeah, yeah. Can, can that's you, what I'm saying. Can you, can you stand? Can you stand? Exactly. Right. <laughs> So like I said, if he's not in there, because you don't need him to play the field. If he's not in there, then uh, I'm guessing he's out for the game, because that means he just can't do it. And I, I, listen, I understand it's more than standing. Can he run the bases, too? I understand that. But uh, yeah. in my mind, you tape that up, right? You do the old bloody soft uh, yeah, thing yeah, with yeah. Kurt Schilling. You take, Let's I don't be real. You're swinging for the it. fences anyways. You'll take your chances, right? <laughs> You're swinging for the fences. Like. My guess is he's in. Man, yeah, you got, like you said, he'd have to be really injured not to play. So this is the... Um, I'm looking here at the history. It's a lot of fun here. Because actually it's one of my, not my first baseball memories, but right up there. So they have played, this will be the um, the fifth time, George, they played an elimination yeah. game. 1949. What happened? Yeah, I, I wasn't alive for that one. Uh, you, the Yankees won. won. The Yankees they won, won the that? first not three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Yankees won not, the first so, three. 1978, Bucky Dent, right? That one I remember. That Me too. That's, that's the thing, too. Like, my first baseball memories are like 1975. Um, for whatever reason, I remember Willie Stargell and the Expos at Jerry Park before Olympic Stadium, Kurt. Do you remember the old stadium, Jerry Park? So it was before Olympic I Stadium. Do not. No. So, yeah, it's like the, the Olympic Stadium opened up in 77 after the, the, the Olympics in 76. So and that's my first baseball memories, going to the Expo games with my grandfather. Uh, and then I remember the World Series, George, of... Carlton Fisk pushing oh, the ball, yeah, yeah, trying to keep that's it a, fair. That's a great, great. Yeah, game. yeah. Like, you know, you know the story right? behind that, right? That that uh, the the cameraman being on him was an accident. Yeah, 
because of the rat or something in the scoreboard or whatever where he was. There was a rat there. He got scared. He didn't move the camera. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a famous, I got goosebumps now, I'm a Red Sox fan. But yeah, it's like, so I was a kid. I remember that, right? And, you know, Bucky Dent. So we know about that. 2003 and four. So which one was the comeback? 2004, that was the World Series yes. and the greatest comeback, right? Yeah. That was the, uh, the great comeback. They were down 3 0. Yeah. A Rod slapped the ball out of the first baseman's glove. Dave Roberts. Oh, yeah. What a bitch move that was. <laughs> Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts stole the base. The Expo, uh, Dodgers manager stole the base to keep it going with two out. And what happened in 2003? That was Aaron bleeping Boone. That was the Boone game, huh? Okay. That was yeah. the Boone game, yeah. And that's why he's the manager now, because of that one home run. <laughs> You're not wrong, by the way. I know. Like, let's be real. He doesn't hit that home run. Let's just say he struck out. Is he the manager of this team now? Hell no. Hell no. Probably not. Uh, listen, Boone is not the manager now, all right? He's not. He's really not the manager. And, no, and by the way, I know a lot of Yankee fans want Boone gone. You're never getting another manager. Not of this regime, anyway. Cashman's just going to hire another guy, another guy who's going to, you know, go with the media, go in the clubhouse. You're never going to have another manager. Don't let it be a Billy Martin or even a Joe Torre, for that matter. Not with this regime. This is true with a lot of teams, by the way. They don't want a manager. They want a yes man who's good with the media, good in the clubhouse, you know, can manage the ego, stuff like that. You'd like to have somebody who's good with the bullpen, but there's a lot of managers who aren't good with that. So, for the record, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Cole this year against the Boston Red Sox. Um, seven six four earned run average and a nine point eight eight opponent OPS. He got lit up, bro. He had one good start. He had one solid start. He had six innings there. He gave up uh, three runs. Like, what do you think about the total? His, his second start was also good. You left one out. Six innings pitched, okay, one sorry. run, five hits, eleven oh, strikes. That, that was the ace. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it all out here, man. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, he got lit up in Cleveland two Sundays ago, too, didn't he? That's the, Ever since he got that hamstring in Toronto, he's uh, the hamstring has to be still bothering him. He's been crushed. I mean, yeah. yes, he did well against Baltimore. That's, he gives up Baltimore. home runs, George. That's the concern, isn't it? Yes. Well, he's a fastball pitcher, right? I mean, you're not yeah. going to string together three hits against him. You're going to hit the long ball. That's why it's important not to walk anybody. And maybe another big fear is the Yankee uh, Yankee defense. Uh, not, not so yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good point. Not so good. They don't catch everything. They don't catch really much of anything. <laughs> yeah, they're little big dudes, right? Like they're, <laughs> like they're built like football players. Um, what do you think of the total? Because it was eight and a half. Now it's down to eight. And I had a guest on last night. It's a smart baseball guy. He thinks it's going. He thought he was going over eight and a half. Like, I, dude, like, I know it's expected to rain, but it's not really going to be cold. But it is going to be raining. Sixty-one degrees and rain. Man, like these pitchers, like neither one of them really instilled fear. I know Cole's so-called ace, but it would shock you if it was three-three after five innings this game. I have the final is four-three. That's my final. Yankees win 4-3? Yankees, Yankees win 4-3. I think what you said is sort of right. 3-3 three, three after 5, maybe maybe uh, after 6. And then the Yankee bullpen takes care of it from there. I don't see it being high scoring because I don't think, I don't think the Sox are going to destroy Cole. Uh, and I don't, I'm, I'd be shocked if the Yankees do the same thing they did the Yavali. They're just not hitting. They didn't hit all weekend. And that now because it's in Fenway and it's Boston because you beat them up 10 days ago, you're going to start hitting again? Uh, I guess it could happen. They certainly have seen Eovaldi enough. But like I said, they were horrific over the weekend. It was, it was like, you got one hit through eight innings? Are you kidding me? I was against these guys. I was, I was not happy. As we stated earlier, both teams 92 and 70. 
Red Sox won the season series 10-9. Run differential. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Brian. Here to place a wager. Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Yeah, George Kurtz kicking it with us. I am Marenzi, Gabriel Marenzi. We're talking baseball just quickly. Love stadium history. Um, you should look it up right now, George, in front of your computers. Punch it in. Jerry Park, Montreal baseball. Like on Google Images, it'll pop up here. You get the old shots. And uh, you'll see that's like, so that's where I went my first baseball games. Um, so if you'll see the picture, if you look, see the second one, revisiting. I don't know if you're on the page. Google Images, Jerry Park, Montreal baseball. Revisiting 1969 expansion, Jerry Park. You see there's a pool behind the right field wall. <laughs> like, all right? There's like a pool. And a swimming pool. And it's like for kids. Like it's so like it was it's like a park, like behind the wall. And uh, I was out of game and Willie Stargell put it in the pool, George. Something you don't forget as a kid. You know what I mean? Like it's like, wow. And they used to warn the kids in the pool, like, listen. But it wasn't common, like, to smash it over the wall, like, oh, out of the stadium into the pool. But Willie Stargell did. And it's crazy because Willie Stargell also has the longest home run in Olympic Stadium history in Montreal. I think it was 506 feet. He put it, like, in the upper, upper, upper deck, like, high up, man. And they actually made the seat gold. So, like, all the seats are red in that right. section in those days. And where it hit, they made that seat, like, as a commemorative, like, yeah, man, that's where he hit the ball type thing. Willie Stargell pops, man. He was a hell of a player. But, yeah, Jerry Park, great memories. Like I said, I went. I was a kid. And I remember the pool and all that type of stuff. And interesting, now – they turn it's the tennis stadium now. They have big time tennis there. It's like a state of the art tennis facility. Like they have the uh, Rogers Cup there and like part of the tennis tour. So it's all nice and classy and stuff now. But it used to just be this dumpy baseball stadium. <laughs> like like you know real cheap grandstands, no seats, like just benches everywhere like a high school, you know what I mean? And it wasn't even seats. It was just sort of like the benches everywhere and like but you know great memories. You always remember those first stadiums you went to. It's good times. Yeah, I was, I'm looking at it now. I, I would not have thought. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen this before. I would not have thought this was anywhere near Major League Baseball Stadium. <laughs> I mean, wow. When you look at wow. it. I, 
And it's, it's, it looks like, okay, minor leagues, okay, fine, I get it. I see the other uh, pool out there. You know, uh, the first thing, you know, uh, Stargell hit it, uh, what, 506. Nowadays, that would be ruled 475, by the way, because no one hits 500-foot home runs anymore. Statcast won't allow it. Is, yeah, is that the, is, I don't, I, can, you, you don't trust that stuff, like in the home run derby? No, no, no way. And maybe the home run derby, fine, but no, no way in the regular season. I've seen stuff where, you know, one guy gets it, it's 417, yet it went like two feet over the, uh, the 385 foot marker. Okay, how does that work? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Two, two balls in the same spot, other times, a 40 foot difference. Yeah, other times, too, it'll be in the triple upper deck, and they're like, oh, 440. It's like, come on, it's more than that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know how they're going by this. Is it where, is it where it hit, and that's where you're going, or you're uh, you, you know extrapolating the distance where it would have gone if it didn't hit a seat? Yeah, you know, something doesn't make sense here. You know, so it's, I listen. I it's fine. It's fun. But the thing with me is, really, no one hit a 500 foot home run. All the monster shots we saw this year, and we've seen some. I mean, holy God! But none of them ever went over 500 feet. They all stop at 495. 495 is the highest I've seen. You know, so I, I don't buy it at all. No, I think people have hit it, and they just don't want to say it for some reason. If they're they embarrassed, whatever. So no, I'm not buying it. All right, longest home run ever recorded. 582 feet, Mile High Stadium. Where'd that go? Denver. Oklahoma? Denver uh, Zephyrs. 582. <laughs> yeah, it was the triple uh, A. Home run is measured. It's official. Home run was measured at a distance of 582 feet. That's what I'm saying, Kurtz. So I get there's altitude, but don't tell me this guy hit it 140 feet further than, like, Mike Trout can. You know what I mean? Right. Doesn't make any sense. Who Was yeah. there anybody that we know who hit it? Any guy, did any guy make the majors? Joey Meyer, his name. Joey Meyer. That nah, doesn't ring a bell to me. I just punched in longest home run ever here. Uh, let's see. Okay, here. Mickey Mantle. Yeah, I remember. I know he hit one a mile. The mythical hit, longest home run ever, estimated, but it's not proven, because it was a roller. I don't know, was there no wall? 643 feet? I think it might have been the one in Yankee Stadium that if it didn't barely hit it, they said it would have went out of Yankee Stadium to right, but uh, once again, it's more guesswork. How far was the one that Tatis hit at Dodger Stadium the other day? What, a good 380? That's a good point. Let's see. Location uh, location location has been monument in this split's a... Ted Williams. Longest home run in Fenway history. Ted Williams, 502. I could sort Harmon, of that. Carmen Harmon Killebrew hit one 520 feet in Metropolitan Stadium. How about the ones that were hit out of Tiger Stadium all the time? How, how can <laughs> they know how far Reggie Jackson's would have went in the All-Star game when it hit the damn lights? Or Cecil Field? Like, no, no, no. Really As a Dodger them. fan, I don't care where those Reggie Jackson home runs ended up, Kurtz. I know they went far <laughs> against Steve Howe. I know they went far. <laughs> uh, all right, so you say 4-3. 4-3. Kurtz says Yankees 4-3. Man, Man, I'm torn on this game, Kurtz. I'm leaning Red Sox. I think the Red Sox going to beat you. I don't I think the Red Sox going to beat you. Five four Red Sox. That's my pick. Five. And I got to tomorrow to change my mind, but I'm leaning. I'm gonna throw it out there. Five four. Five four Sox. I guess listen, I'm, I think uh, three three is going to be a uh, three three four three when the relievers uh, when the starters go and then the Yankees bullpen holds it down. Uh, that being said, you want to see me uh, you know, panic in my uh, my little room here. 
let a one run lead and Chapman come on in the ninth. <laughs> Iowa Valley. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 kidding yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Because you know he's walking somebody. It's just a matter of the first batter, second batter, third batter. Now, someone's getting walked. And that guy's stealing second base because Higak Shioka will still be in there and he can't he can't throw anywhere. He bounces everything to every base, has no arm. So the Red Sox will definitely move on him, unless it's JD Martinez. Uh, so yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be flipping out. Listen. I think it's going to be a good game. I do. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, if you're not a fan, I think it'll be good baseball. If you are a fan, I think you're going to be, you know, chewing your nails here. It's going to be that kind of game. I think it will be close. I think Cole will have a game. Not a dominant game, but he'll have a game. The problem is, as I said, for me, it's all about the Yankee offense. I, Gabe, I don't know if they're going to show. I just have no idea if they're going to show. They should yeah. feel good about Fenway, right? Because they just dominated the Red Sox in three games there. They're Although there were some weird pop flies. Yeah. You know, even if you could catch pop flies in that series. Weird. You know, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, but if the Yankee offense is just average, I think they win the game. I think it's the only way they lose it. The Yankee offense just once again they play like they did over the weekend against the Rays, where I mean everything—a three hopper, the shortstop, the second base, little pop fly, little fly balls—nothing hit hard at all. Wouldn't shock me. Eovaldi has done that five out of six starts. So uh, good game. We'll see. George Kurtz uh, with us. For the record, I remember you had Joey Meyer. He, he was sort of an average uh, ball player. Yeah, but in a, you know, Reed's uh, saying he played for the Brewers. Uh, so he, that was his minor league home run, 582, mile high. Probably when they were building cores still or whatever, right? Before baseball, whatever, got there. Uh, someone bring it up. Okay, yeah, with the Expos, Jerry Park, yeah. Rusty Staub was on the team, the expansion team. He was a big star in Montreal. Le Grand Orange, the big orange they called him. And uh, Ken Singleton. Yes, Ken Singleton, who just retired, and just real class retired. act, Ken Singleton. Great guy. Like, he's just great. Eh? Like, great broadcaster, great player, class act. And I grew up, I was like, so Ken Singleton was on the Expos. And then I was spoiled, George. Like, people have great, um, you're talking about, oh, there's different broadcast stuff. In Montreal, dude, Dave Van Horn is a Hall of Famer, right? So he was the play-by-play guy. And he did the Marlins after and stuff. But Dave Van Horn is a play-by-play guy. But imagine the color guys. On the radio, George, as a kid growing up for me, Duke Snyder and Ken Singleton. <laughs> it was a three-man booth. So they had the play-by-play guy, Duke Snyder and Ken Singleton, bro. Because Duke Snyder played for the Montreal Royals. The Montreal Royals were the Dodge, Brooklyn Dodgers farm team, right? Um, like Jackie Robinson played in Montreal before he played in Brooklyn. Like that was just the first pro game with an African American was was in Montreal, it wasn't Brooklyn. Like he played for the Montreal Royals. So there's a big connection with the Dodgers and Montreal and stuff. So Duke Snyder was the Expos color commentator alongside Ken Singleton. Great, great broadcast team. Yeah, I'll miss Singleton. I liked him on the Yankees. Liked him a lot. Look out! Was always his favorite thing whenever an inside pitch. Uh yeah, I think Singleton, uh, he's been hinting at this for a couple of years. The Yankees kept try- uh, kept talking him out of it. You know, I just do 10, 15 games a year. This sort of thing. Well, just the ones that are close to uh, your home. I think he lives in the Baltimore area, I believe. Uh, so they kept doing that. He kept coming back, which is great because he uh, – I, probably, I mean, I like Cone. I like O'Neill because of the stories they tell, and I think they have a lot of fun with the game. Uh, Cone is definitely big into analytics. I could do, you know, I could probably do without K, but it is what it is there. But Singleton was sort of that pro that they had there. You understand? I was that pro broadcaster, and once again, he could go further back. You know, talk about uh, games in the 70s, Eddie Murray and all that, and the Baltimore Orioles, the great Baltimore Orioles teams back then. So uh, Singleton, I will miss. I enjoyed games that he broadcasts, which, granted, were very few and far between this season. All right, so the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers uh, play in the wild card game, even though they won 106 games. You know, whatever. People are talking about format changes and all this. I'm not really crying about it. It is what it is. 
It's an anomaly. It's only happened four times before, right, that a team has won this many games and didn't win a division. So it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> so anyway, in the history of baseball, uh, it's happened four times. It hasn't happened in like in, in like 100 years or whatever the hell it was. So it's, it's a rarity. It is what it is. Adam Wainwright uh, versus Max Scherzer. I'm not overly excited about this. And really, there's no reward because whoever wins this has to roll into San Francisco in the Bay Area on Friday. So And they play Friday, Saturday, off day Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday. I'm hoping it's the Dodgers. I think it will be the Dodgers. They lose Max Muncy, which doesn't help in a series. I think in a game they can get by with the Cardinals. But losing Max Muncy sucks. But the Dodgers are still deep anyways. Who do you like in this game? With uh, the Dodgers are now minus 225 at FanDuel. Uh, total 7.5. Yeah, I like the Dodgers a bunch here. I do. Uh, I, listen, you said it. I mean, it, it is an anomaly, so I wouldn't panic about it. That being said, I think this will be the last year of one-game series, by the way. I think that will be in, uh, be out be at least two out of three next year. Once again, the playoffs will be expanded anyway, so there may be more uh, more playoff teams in there. But I, I think because of what's happening here, especially if the Dodgers were to lose this game, I think there's no chance it'll be a one game, any more one games. I think uh, 20 people will be crying foul here. But I like the Dodgers. It's, it's hard. I mean, you talk about a difference of two starting pitchers. Scherzer, the power pitcher, you know, going to pump it up there, 97-plus. And Wainwright, be lucky if he hits 90. You know, he's a pitcher, going to try and hit corners there and move the wall up and down, off-speed pitch and all this other stuff. Uh, Muncy's a loss, no doubt. I think they'll feel that more as the playoffs go on. But I think they beat St. Louis. Uh, probably don't think about it. Uh, probably not as confident about it as I would have been before they won like 88 games in a row. They're certainly feeling it. And maybe if it was a lesser pitcher, that's why you love the Dodgers. I mean, if it wasn't Scherzer, it would be Bueller. I wouldn't feel any better for Cardinal's chance if it was Bueller. I don't know if i feel any better for Urias pitching there. I mean, they can exactly. go three deep. but uh, That's why if they, the Dodgers win, we're cool. This, we this roll, we, we, this we is roll the biggest fear for the Dodgers, right? This one game, because anything can happen here. They, get, they win this, I think the Dodgers win it all. Yeah, so if they win this, though, as I was going to say, they just roll out Bueller in game one on Friday, Urias game, game two on Saturday, and then boom, they're right back to Scherzer in game three on Monday, right? So it sets up for them in, in, in that sense. They got it. They, it's like you said, it's one game, and it's hard not to remember the Cardinals putting up like 14 runs on the Braves early in that elimination game. Early, right? You never know. Like, it's one baseball game. More with Kurtz on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
not anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Kurtz kicking it with us. Captain Kurtz. Colonel Kurtz. Uh, I forget. I'm not trying to demote him. So, uh, <laughs> General? I don't know what I call him. Uh, it's all good. So, um, Dallas Cowboys rolling right now, playing some good football. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys playing some great football so far uh, this year. Yet, this is a real pivotal game. I mean, the, the Eagle game was big. Um, this is a little bit different now because even though the, they had this great start and they're 3-1, and one, Kurtz, and the Giants are 1-3, and three, Giants win this game. Suddenly, there that's two wins. They're only one back. Suddenly, you guys got two losses. You know what I mean? Like, you win this game, the division really starts to take shape for the Dallas Cowboys. And I was on the Giants last week, and nobody wanted a piece of them. Oh, they don't have their this and that. No, Martinez is gone, and they don't have their wide receivers. This, yeah, they got wide receivers. They got a million wide receivers. So when a couple of them are out, it doesn't matter. Barkley's not 100%. He's not, like, back-back, but... Starting to catch some passes out of the backfield. I think he's starting to heat up. It, you know, I figured it would take him a couple of games to get his legs back, and I think it is. But the fact is, Kurtz, uh, New York Giants are now 18-3, and three, dude. 18-3 and three against this spread last 21 times as a road underdog. It's amazing. They're, they're a great road team. Yeah, Dallas has generally handled them, especially in Dallas over the past couple of years. But what's... I think, uh, you know, as a Cowboy fan, you're like, uh, I'm starting to believe, right? And uh, don't, please don't lose the game you should, lose, uh, you should win now. Because they would all be like, oh, we knew that. This is Dallas, right? This is the Dallas we expected. They look good one week, not good the next week. So, once again, you've always beaten the Giants. We know, I think you're a better team than the Giants. I don't think there's any doubt about that. It's in Dallas. It was in, uh, and I was at MetLife. I might feel a little differently. I think Why? Dallas takes care of business. I just told you, they're 18-3 and three on the road. They suck at home. The Giants are a bad home team. But like, uh, wait, Dallas, take, Dallas is taking care of in Dallas. They have uh, could have a little bit more problem in MetLife here. And I, on that turf in Dallas and that dome, I don't see the Giants uh, being able to stick with them. The Giants are still going to have injuries. But the Giants will be that team that will test the middle of that defensive line, which no one's doing. That's where the injuries are. Barkley will test that. George Kurtz. Thanks, George. Anytime. Go Yankees. Late night anger management class. Lost.